Welcome to the Together for Good podcast brought to you by Bethany Lutheran Church in Cherry Hills Village, Colorado. Our episode today is a recording from Sunday, the recording of the sermon from this past Sunday, February 14th. That was Transfiguration Sunday, which is the close of the Epiphany season and the transition into Lent when we hear about that great story each and every year of Jesus up on the mountaintop, transfigured before his disciples. This year on Transfiguration Sunday, we had a special guest preacher, Vicki Dobb, joined us. Vicki is a graduate of Luther Seminary. She works with the Operation One Nation program at Bethany, as well as uh, recently started and serves as the executive director of Veteran Servants Corps, a synod-wide initiative to help veterans in the area. Uh, Vicki did a great job delivering the word to us as she reflected on the Transfiguration story. There is a picture that she discusses quite a bit. Um, You can feel free to watch the video portion if you want to see that picture. I'll include a link to it in the show notes. But now, uh, without further ado, here is Vicki Dobb with her sermon from Sunday, February 14th. This is a painting of Jesus' transfiguration by Earl Mott. Mott is an American artist, writer, and poet born here in the United States in 1949. There's a lot of players in this picture. Let's focus first on, we don't know who's who, of course, but James, John, and Peter, and notice that they're all on their knees. Pretty reasonable response to all the things that they're witnessing. They're reacting in different ways we can see in this picture. The Bible does not tell us why Jesus selected these three disciples to go with him to Mount Tabor. We are told in the reading that the disciples are terrified. In Matthew's version of this story, we are told that Jesus came and touched them. He said, don't be afraid. Elijah is there. Again, we don't know which one of these in Mott's painting are Elijah and Moses, but Elijah is there. We heard about Elijah's ascension into heaven on a chariot in the, les- in the lesson that Janet just read for us. Elijah represents the prophets in the Old Testament. Moses is there. According to Exodus chapter 24 in the Old Testament, Moses was given the Ten Commandments on Mount Sinai. We are told that a cloud, just like here, a cloud covered Mount Sinai for six days. And remember, we just heard that James, John, and Peter had heard startling news six days ago, and that the glory of the Lord settled on the mountain. Here, Moses is representing the law. Of course, Jesus is here. Being transfigured in front of our eyes, we have confirmation that Jesus is the Messiah. Jesus orders the disciples to tell no one about what they have seen until after the resurrection. God is here. Mott represented God in the cloud. And God said, this is my son, the beloved. Listen to him. And I believe that the Holy Spirit is also here in this painting, represented by the glorious blue sky that we see a little bit here and a little edge over here. I believe this, the Holy Spirit is also here in this moment. Wow, this is a lot to take in. 
And imagine how the disciples must have felt witnessing this in person and being ordered to stay silent until after the resurrection. Of course, I and we have not been ordered to stay silent. In fact, we have been asked by Jesus to spread this good news to anyone that we meet. Stated in another way, in a, in a devotion I've read this week, the author asked, where do you hear God speaking through Jesus? To answer this question, let me tell you a story. In 2017, members from three churches in the Denver area formed the Colorado Luther Corral. There were about 100 of us in the corral, and some of us that were on that trip are here today besides me. In June of 2017, we traveled to Prague and to various locations in Germany to perform concerts and recitals. We did this, of course, to remember the 500th anniversary of the Reformation. For me, at least, this was a bucket, type, bucket list type of trip. On Friday, June 9th of that year, we toured Eisleben in Germany. This is the spot where Martin Luther was born and where he died. While there, we visited St. Andrew's Church, the place where Martin Luther preached his last sermon. It is important in this story to note that the Colorado Luther Chorale was not performing at St. Andrew's Church. In my group, because we broke up into smaller groups that day, I'm guessing there were 12 to 15 of us together. We were standing in the front of this church, this church where Martin Luther preached his last sermon, and we weren't far from the altar. And all of a sudden, we started chatting amongst ourselves, saying, let's sing. Do you think we can sing? Do you think it'd be all right if we sang? This went on for like five or 10 minutes. And finally, Wes, who ended up being the conductor, said, let's just sing. And then we had to debate, which song are we going to sing? So we decided on Beautiful Savior, because we decided that all of us could do the parts and we could sing this song a cappella because of course we had um, no piano. And so we were singing Beautiful Savior. And, and I'm getting goosebumps at this moment because I didn't look at the bulletin before I came here. And I always look at the bulletin, but this week I did not. And our choir is going to be singing Beautiful Savior here in just a few minutes. And I had no idea that was gonna happen. So we sang. The, third, the last part of the third verse of Beautiful Savior says, and I'm not going to sing it because I don't have a mask on, so I'm going um, to say it. Fair is the sunshine, fair is the moonlight, bright the star park glass, sparkling stars on high. Listen to this part. Jesus shines brighter, Jesus shines purer than all the angels in the sky. Oh, I hadn't realized it until now, and I've sang this song hundreds of times, but these words are describing the transfigured Jesus. So you will hear that song sang in just a few minutes. The rest of the story. We weren't the only tourists at St. Andrew's Church that day. There were others that stopped and listened to us. As we left, there was a table with a couple of folks there, probably church members, and they were answering questions and handing out pamphlets to whoever might want one. With tears streaming down their faces, they kept saying, 
Vila Donka, Vila Donka, thank you so much. Thank you so much. You see, in Islabin, and in most places we visited and performed at, which were part of East Germany, they were not able to openly worship until October 3rd, 1990. So this was a powerful moment for them. So imagine how it must felt, have felt for a bunch of Americans to be singing Beautiful Savior in Germany, but we were singing it in English to them. Oh, I definitely felt God speaking through Jesus at that moment. And I felt it today when I realized the choir was also going to sing this song. What about today? For a year now, lives worldwide have been changed by the pandemic. How are we listening to Jesus right now? I think last week's Super Bowl of Caring at Bethany is a perfect example of what Jesus is asking us to do in this moment. Together, in case you haven't heard the final amount, over $15,000 was raised. Half of this money will go to Metro Caring, which is Denver's frontline anti-hunger organization, and the other half will go to ELCA World Hunger Relief. This organization is creatively and courageously working toward a just world where all are fed. Ash Wednesday is in three days, which means Lent is upon us. In my studies this week, I learned that transfiguration also means spiritual change. Since the pandemic, myself and our cat Lily, who has become very spiritual during the pandemic and joins us for all of these sessions, have been participating in Bethany's God Word for the Week on Monday mornings from 9 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time. These are Zoom sessions. I would encourage you to join us. They're wonderful. And the crazy thing about this is this was all going on long before the pandemic. There's God's Word for the Week sessions been going on for years, and I've been retired since 2011, and I didn't join one of them until I needed to get on Zoom to have something to do during the pandemic. It's been a wonderful blessing to my life. I'm thinking Lily enjoys it too since she's there every week, and I've made friends, and I've been able to listen to friends talk about God's Word every week, and it's enhanced my spiritual practice in so many ways. I will be looking for at least one new spiritual practice during the offerings that Bethany has for Lent 2021. I will be praying to Jesus to help me learn and to grow. In our gospel reading, we heard, then a cloud overshadowed them, and from the cloud there came a voice, this is my son, the beloved, listen to him. In this past year, I know that Jesus has been listening and answering so many of my prayers. But I've been wondering and thinking this week if I've been listening to him. I pray so. Finally, thank you, Pastor Gary and Pastor Nate, for giving me this opportunity to preach today. And thanks, Pastor Nate, for creating my poster. Also. Thanks to both of you, as well as everyone else from the Bethany staff and ministry teams that have provided not only enriching worship services, but also love and support for all of us this past year. Each day, each of you models what Jesus is asking all of us to do when he said, get up and don't be afraid.
Praise be to God. Amen.